Yeah. So what I found through just all these years of sessions and teaching is that it kind of boils down to two questions, which if you can answer, you're kind of sorted. And that is who am I and why am I here? And for so many of us, we're so caught up in our labels and identities and roles of who we're, we think we're supposed to be that we kind of move out of alignment with, with what that was. So, so for me, the healing process is really just stripping away enough of that, giving you enough spaciousness within to reconnect with that truth of, you know, who I really am, why am I here? How am I here to be of service? What am I here to do? Um, and when you get back into alignment with that, that's when things start to click back into place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you read uh, Greg Braden's new book, Human by Design? I have not. That is the, that's what he said, that, that if you can answer that question, who am I? Yeah. And I know certainly when I learned the Sedona method, that was one of the big things that we asked, who am I? And, and breaking through all the concepts and labels of who you think you are, yep. <laughs> to believe you are, um, yeah. is very powerful, but also very scary for people. It is. We, we invest a lot in our labels. We put a lot of time and effort and energy, and especially if they're labels we've had for a very long time. Um, I know when I, I left my job, kind of what, six, seven years ago, the big kind of panic for me was kind of this thing of, well, what am I going to tell people that I do? Like, that's even who I am. But there was so much pride and joy, and you know, I'd put so much into that. And so it was, it was scary to let that go, because I was like, how am I going to define myself if I don't have this job to do it? So yeah, it, 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 logically, it sounds silly, but that with any label, it, 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 it's about taking that time and processing through that um, so you can recognize that as you let go of these layers and layers of labels that you just really get to the truth of who you are and that's a relief in the end <laughs> and so who do you attract mainly is it people with health issues wealth issues relationship issues yeah I get a little bit of everything I I'm really interested in the physical body so I so I get a lot of people in who are want, wanting to make that healthier um, I get a, I, a lot of my students are creatives, are healers, um, you know, however you want to define that. There are people who are kind of leaders in their field who are wanting to learn and grow and just kind of get out of their own way. Um, yeah, so a lot of creative people, a lot of artists and musicians and yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a little, it, it is a little bit of everything. I get people, yeah, definitely with relationship stuff, money stuff, job stuff too, but um, the under, the under core seems to be yeah people who are really yeah because I think in our current sort of health system is very focused on the physical body and yeah. clearly we that's what we're cutting about in in this yeah. life and if it's painful or achy or stiff or diseased and um, that can affect everything else mm -hmm. but also from the work that you and I both do we know that there's much more to being truly vital and healthy um, than just having a body that works the way you or looks the way you perceive it should be so things like you know the I love that book the body keeps the score how basically the body's just been recording all the rubbish that we thought <laughs> felt perceived <laughs> you know it's kind of embarrassing to think that we're carting that around and you know so what do you see from that perspective in terms of yeah, well, I think a couple of things. I think if you look at the body as like a feedback system, it's trying to let you know that there's some emotional stuff going on underneath that you've been ignoring and avoiding for a long, long time. And it will just get louder and louder and louder. And if you pay attention to the physical aches and pains and say, right, I'm going to respond to that, then that's sometimes how it manifests because it, it will get your attention that way. Um, I think also it's really 
if you can, if you can look at it at, in terms of, oh, let me find my words. I've got about six things I want to say all at once. But yeah, we, we talk about like kind of carting around old baggage. But actually what I found, and for me, this is the whole key. I'm going to like work myself out of a job sharing this with everybody, but that's okay because <laughs> the world will be a better place. But the reason why we keep going back, so we talk about, you know, whether it's, you know, old ancestral stuff or past life stuff or childhood things that keep coming up over and over and over again. The only reason they keep coming up is because there's part of you that's trying to remind yourself, the last time I did this, I didn't do it in the way that aligned for me. I didn't do it in the way that had integrity or that was caring or loving or respectful to me. So I'm going to remember that pain so that I do it differently this time. But what happens is people don't do it differently this time. They ignore the pain. They ignore the warnings. They ignore what's going on. So people get all caught up in, oh my God, I have all these past lives to clear. I have all this childhood stuff to clear. No, if you actually just started to live your life in alignment now, it would heal everything else in the past. <laughs> and this is what I find so amazing. I'm like, people are so caught up in the healing process and it doesn't have to be this big old process. It is about recognizing, okay, what can I do differently now? What can I do differently this time that is going to help me to release all that old karma pain? Shit. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I was in a school recently um, looking to launch a preteen pilot program to help kids before they get to the teenage age teach yeah, them how to respond because I think we have the aces right so we know how mucked up we are and we know why perhaps <laughs> yeah. but that itself can turn into another story yeah. to, that we throw forward into this perceived future yeah. so it doesn't really matter why and how we got here mm -hmm. you know because some people have experienced some horrific pain and tragedies etc but it's where do we go from today, from this moment? What do we do with that? So I totally agree. And when I learned Sedona at first, we spent a lot of time letting go of the story yeah. because you want to keep telling your story. And of course, we're firing and wiring the brain for the story mm -hmm. that we don't want rather than the story that we absolutely do want. Can you give us a wee exercise? Oh, yeah. Just right now. <laughs> Yeah, actually. just on the story thing and the and the the idea that you know you can actually just move yeah forward. You don't need to process a million different stories to get there. Yeah. So what you can do, and this is this will sound really simple, but oh my god, so effective. And usually the simplest things are the most effective. But what you can actually do is when you start to feel yourself getting triggered or agitated or frustrated or upset or whatever's going on, if you can actually take yourself away for a couple minutes, whether that's, you know, at your desk or go to the bathroom, something, <laughs> and just allow yourself to close your eyes and just kind of scan through your own body and just start to pick up where you feel that stuff. And some people are visual, so it's like they'll see where the pain is in their body. Some people are more empathic and they'll feel it. You know, however you get that information is fine. But what you do is you start, what you do is you identify the emotion that's there. And for some people, that's the hard part. Some people really struggle with understanding kind of that emotional intelligence and what's going on. But if you sit with it long enough, it'll name itself. <laughs> and it might be a mixture. It might be a mixture. But what you can always do, and this is so effective and so simple, is you can ask it and get the wordings right, <laughs> but ask it, 
what positive messages do you have for me right now? Because if you're sitting in anger and you ask it what messages, it'll like tell you to burn down the building and stuff. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but if you say, what positive messages do you have for me right now? Then it will say, you need to have a conversation with somebody. You need to set some better boundaries. You need to have a chat about a pay rate. You know, it's, it's usually telling you something really healthy that, you know, the reason you're getting pissed off is because you're ignoring yourself and you're ignoring what's good for you. So there's always a positive message in the negative feelings and we get so used to trying to run away from them and push them aside or eat them you know all those all those coping mechanisms we try to do that don't actually work or actually if you set a couple minutes and said tell me all the things all the positive things you want me to hear what can I do now that will help with this and you follow through with that then the anger doesn't need to be there anymore the sadness doesn't need to be there anymore and then it doesn't then build into a condition or an illness or a pain or suffer you know it doesn't build and build and build because you've listened to it and you've acknowledged it and you've done something about it um yeah so simple but it will make such a difference in your life really <laughs> you're absolutely right this, because the sedona method is quite similar it's like you know what is the, it's like almost learning how to speak the language of the body isn't yeah. it so, you know, sense. I know when I got into this stuff at first, I was cut off, you know, I was just so busy with life and, you know, I had three young children and, you know, it was just juggling all these balls that you, you have to juggle. So it was really easy for me and I did a ton of high impact exercise, which was possibly, you know, the only reason I'm still alive because I was utilizing the adrenaline that yeah. I was <laughs> pouring through the body. But yeah. clearly there's a burnout that you get from that. So when I started doing this work, I, I was really amazed at how often I was feeling hurt mm -hmm. because I just managed to kind of, you know, cut that off before. And so part of you, tell me your thoughts on this part of this kind of journey of waking up to this intuitive body can be a bit uncomfortable <laughs> to realize how many feelings you're actually having. Yeah, I think, I think uh, the healing journey takes courage and I, and I, but I say that with all the respect in the world, it, it, for, for people to look at their stuff and to be honest about it, it takes courage and the people that are avoiding it just haven't found their courage yet. So it's, yeah, that's really what it is. I, I totally agree. It's, um, there's so many people contact me and then never really follow it through because, you know, either they, they, they contact you in that dark moment and then that dark moment just gets a little bit lighter, light enough to think, oh, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> and this this kind of work really you're like that. Well, are you really fine? Could you feel even lighter? What yeah. would it take to feel even more joy? Mm -hmm. Because that journey seems to be pretty much never ending from what I can gather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think life itself is is that journey of self-exploration and understanding. So you can do it in a way that feels great and light and joyful and fun, or you can do it in a way that feels like crap. I mean, it's up to you. That's your free will. <laughs> Okay, absolutely absolutely so um going back to the community and you know the the kind of mission that we have uh, you know you and I were chatting um, just before we came on about the the, the mission to really help 5.2 million people that live in this country um, to really turn you know our health picture around and how you know, sometimes I've, over the course of the last few months, I've thought, what am I doing? <laughs> Why would you even dream of taking on a mission that would appear to be this big? But, you know, when we can just, the, what is the alternative to doing nothing? You know, the, our health picture is really, it needs to be addressed. And the politicians 
can't do it for us. You know, I think back in the day, you could, you know, have an infection and turn up and get an antibiotic. And, you know, there was a, an element of the doctor could help you. But now with the level of autoimmune disease and high inflammation and stress, which really comes from lifestyle, that, you know, not, there's no pill to fix that. We really, it's things that we need to do. So, like we're saying, instead of just saying, you need to eat, drink more juice and go to the gym, which clearly nobody really wants to do. Um, we, we need to make it something that sounds a bit exciting and a bit empowering and a bit cool to want to get involved. So, your modality, how long would you say... Um, it would take for somebody to feel the difference? Do you know, it, everybody is different and it really depends on that person's level of resistance. Um, it is always down to resistance. So I have people who come in and have instant healings for things. And then I have some people who are on their healing path for years and years and years. And what, but what I always find, which I find so interesting is I've had clients who I've worked with, you know, clients and students for two years and they'll, they'll all of a sudden start to talk about this huge traumatic event in their life. They're like, I've never talked about this before. I'm like, this is what you should have started with. <laughs> <laughs> because again, it's, it's that thing of we avoid the most painful stuff. Our subconscious doesn't want to deal with that stuff. It, it, it's trying to keep us safe. It's trying to push it away, but it doesn't work. So until we really allow ourselves to be uncomfortable and delve into that heavy old stuff, it's, it's just not going to resolve because there's something that we need within that. There's something we need to learn or, 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 or yeah, understand within that. Um, and so I think it's, you know, it's, it's, it's really interesting because I have some people that come in, they're like, I'm done. I'm done with the story. I'm done with feeling like this. Just, yes. I, I'm, I, I surrender. I did, um, a, Facebook live a couple of weeks ago on surrender. And that's the biggest feedback I've gotten from people. They, they're like, that's so powerful. And it's the, again, it's the simplest thing, <laughs> this exercise on surrendering. It is just that. And as long as people are just holding on and, re and resisting of, no, I'm going to keep this. I'm going to hold it. I'm not going to let it go. Then that's what slows the process down. That's all it is. So it really just depends on where a person, how ready a person is. And when people come in, they're like, I, I'm ready for it all. I'm like, yes, yes. let's go. <laughs> yeah, that that's the two words I two words I use a lot is trust mm -hmm. and surrender. Yeah. It is just it ends up inevitably all being about that. Yeah. Let go of feeling that you're controlling it or you can control it by holding on to the story. It is but yet so conceptually trust and surrender. Yeah. Job done. <laughs> <laughs> But in reality, why do people hold on? That is it's so fascinating. And, you know, Kelly Turner said that the two things people struggle with most are changing their diet and letting go of the past. Yeah. And because, because it contributes to our identity of who we are. And, and again, if you are so invested in keeping an identity of this is who I am, even though it was something that happened to you 20, 40, 60 years ago, then, then that's it. So it really is about working through what is it that I get from that identity? What do I get from that label that I feel like I need in order to be safe or cared for or loved or, you know, whatever it is you feel like you're getting from it. And I've seen this um, with, with illnesses and things too is, you know, I've worked with someone who had um, was HIV positive who kept referring to it as my virus so he was really caught up in that this is my virus. And the first thing I said was, you're going to have to stop calling it that. <laughs> 
but he had all these beliefs around how if I let it go, I get off my spiritual path. I go back to who I was before. I, you know, it's, you know, so again, it's just these funny beliefs that we hold on to that aren't even true. You know, I've got people that are, that are so invested in, I'm a survivor, which how amazing that you have worked through an illness that you've healed, that you've grown. But if your identity from then on is I'm a survivor of that, if that illness defines you for the rest of your life, you haven't really let it go. You haven't really healed it totally. There's still something that you're hanging on to. So, so yeah, so it, I, it's always that what labels really stick? What are the labels you would really struggle to let go of and work on those first? <laughs> Don't do the easy ones. Just go for the big ones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it's the time, is it? The time is right. Yeah. You know, now I think that the, the level of energy, consciousness, um, we are able to let go of these things and we're able to talk about things. You know, yeah. I know that one of the things that I was really kind of intrigued and interested in is sexual abuse you know people mm -hmm. who have and why you wouldn't talk about it and why you wouldn't tell yeah. um what is that about you know and there's all, all sorts of stuff I suppose around pedophilia etc now where we want to criminalize things um and I can understand that you know the horror and because there's you know it's, it is a hugely hugely heavy and emotive topic and subject yeah. but by not talking about it and by pushing it away and making it forbidden and something that you can you whisper about the way we used to do the cancer. Yeah. Um, I, I think, uh, you know, we need to get everything out from under the carpet. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah, I think so. Cause I think anything we refuse to talk about is the stuff that will take the longest to heal because there's got to be an understanding. There's got to be an understanding of, you know, everybody involved about the motivations, why it's happening, what people are trying to get from it. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's got to be that understanding. And as long as people are refusing to talk about it, and as long as people are refusing to hear each other's perspectives, it'll never change. It'll never resolve. It just, it just won't heal. And you know, we can see that in all aspects of our lives in the world is the more stubborn we are, the less we heal, the less we surrender, the, <laughs> the less things evolve. So yeah. So it really is about having that kind of open dialogue and, yeah, ability to talk about those things. Yes, and the you know I think what we understand as well from memories, and this is not to you know say that memories are you know awful things haven't happened, but yeah. our memory is pretty unreliable. It turns out, um, so if we you know cognitively have taken something on, fifty percent of it might be true, but you know that's the other thing is that a lot of the stuff that we think we're remembering may not have actually happened in that way. Mm -hmm. so and I think the panning back and seeing it for me anyway this is kind of how I learned to deal with really hor horrendous stuff was to think well there's a spiritual lesson in this somewhere because <laughs> I don't understand it and I wish it was different and I you know wish it never happened and I wish I'd never been brought in and um, there's a message here and that makes it far more um, palatable almost and and get you going right okay let me just assume right now that there's a much higher purpose or reason for this and I might not get it right now but I will possibly understand in the future maybe when I leave this body yeah yeah I agree for sure so let's just talk briefly about your courses as well because I know that they're phenomenal like people talk I've not managed to one yet because you've not done them when it suits me right <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on that Lily <laughs> <laughs> um, when is your next course and tell me you know like tell people what you know what they can expect and why would they come and all that uh, outside of the hill scotland yes outside oh, yeah, yeah totally. okay cool well actually i've got um 
on the 27th of March, I'm really excited about this. So I've been playing with these um, initiation ceremonies um, for a couple of years now. And I, I think I finally got it now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I started them out as workshops and loved them. They were great. Um, but now I, I've got them down to they're, they're going to be ceremonies and they're going to be a couple of hours long. And this is going to be it's um, so the one in on the 27th of March is going to be integrating ancestral wisdom. So what we're doing with that is we are, yeah, looking into your ancestry, your ancestors that were amazing, magical, wonderful, incredible people with all these gifts and skills. You know, we, we've got access to this in our DNA. We're connected with this, this knowledge. So it's what can we do to really allow that to, to kind of come through so that we can live these things. And that, that's really my big thing is, you know, we're talking about action and how, how that's what matters for me. It really is. It's integrating. So you can know all these things on a spiritual level, but if you're not living it in your life, then it's not really helping you or serving you in that way. So, um, for these initiation ceremonies, we're going to take the time to, um, so there will be some kind of transmission. I'll, I'll talk through some things and, and bring some information through. And then there's going to be a ceremony where people are. So the idea is to create a, is again, it's that creating that spaciousness for people to receive. So, whatever labels, whatever stuff that's in the way that they are, um, that's, that's holding them back. It's really about just allowing that to start to fall away so that they can really be in alignment with that, that true, who am I? Um, so that's the first one I'm going to do in March. I think I'm going to do them about every month or two. Um, and I've so kind of got a few are listening. You have based in Asian, but where about yeah. will that be? Um, the, the, I've got a few different venues that I work from just depending on their availability and things like that. So this first one's going to be at the apex Waterloo, which is actually really near the Waverly train station. So I do have some people coming in just for the evening for, for that. Um, yes. And, but yeah, I, I think right now I'm planning for some Edinburgh based ones, but if, if there are people who, you know, have lovely locations, they want me to come to, I'm totally open for that too. <laughs> Especially if it's a warm, sunny beach somewhere, you know. <laughs> oh, please, we'll talk to, to the universe. <laughs> like I want to be on a beach teaching. <laughs> you need to um, to create a course. So if there's people listening that would like to bring you somewhere, how many people do you need um, to make it worth your while? Uh, depending on where it is, it's usually about ten. Okay. Usually around ten cool. is what I would say because. Well, because that obviously gets me there, but I find that it, everybody amplifies each other. So there's that power in numbers. So the more people that are there, the 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 more you benefit from being around each other. So um, yeah. that's one of the things that the community, you exactly. know, is the understanding that when we meditate together, when we let go together, when we intend together, yeah. we are exponentially more powerful. Definitely. So everybody, we're all in it together. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So that's fantastic. Well, yeah. listen, and, and what... What's going to happen? You're going to be at the Goddess Gathering this year. Yes. Your, yes. Yes. So when are you arriving? Uh, that's a good question. I'm working out those details. <laughs> I think. So for those plan. listening, this year, sorry, this year's Goddess Gathering is the 31st, um, yes. which is a Thursday of October till the 3rd, which is a Sunday of November. Um, and we've got four amazing days, but Jen's got some other engagements, but you're definitely going to be there for the weekend. Yes. Yes. I will definitely be there the Saturday, the Sunday. Um, Fantastic. We'll the other days, but yeah, it's, it's such a fun weekend. The, the venue's beautiful. The group of people are great. You know, I've been the last two years and it's, it's such a fun weekend. So 
Um, yes. Yeah, I really yes. recommend it. Bring bring some friends with you. You know, have stay together. Have have some create some memories and some bonding together. It's a really fun. It's a really yes. fun day. powerful, powerful, fun weekend. I absolutely love it. And it's such a beautiful venue. Too. It really is. Um, yeah, that's great. Well, I'll I'll chat to you about that. I think possibly this Sunday, you and I will do something where, um, really blast them into the stratosphere of happiness that, and joy. That would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. so we'll leave your website, um, Help Yourself, which is the Heal Scotland project. Remember, we're getting the app developed. Um, you can download it into your phone and link into all the amazing, cool, fun stuff. We're putting a big focus on stuff that Jen's doing and music and art and all the fun stuff that we can engage in without depriving ourselves of our, all the stuff that we love. Yes. Um, so we really hope that you'll join in and thank you for listening. We'll chat to you soon.